0: Hello and welcome to that film Studio. I'm Jason. And I'm Luke. In this episode we've got another movie review and this time we're looking at The Lego Movie 2, the second part. So
1: Lego is at it again, with this being the fourth installment in the Lego Movie franchise following the release of the first film and the two spin-offs, The Lego Batman Movie and The Lego Ninjago Movie. This however is a direct sequel to The Lego Movie from 2014. The Lego Movie 2 is currently in Australian cinemas. Depending on where you are in the world, you may have had this movie out for a few months now but either way, if you haven't watched The Lego Movie 2 yet but you want to, go watch it first before listening to our full review, we
0: will be talking spoilers. Directed by Mike Mitchell with Phil Lord and Christopher Miller, who were the directors of the first movie, are returning as producers and writers. The Lego Movie 2 features the voices of Chris Pratt, Elizabeth Banks, Will Arnett, Charlie Day, Alison Brie, Nick Offman and Will Ferrell uh, reprising their roles from the previous film. We also get new cast members including Tiffany Haddish, Stephanie Beatrix and uh, Maya Rudolph. Luke, you have the plot. The citizens of Bricksburg face a
1: dangerous new threat when Lego Duplo invaders from outer space start to wreck everything in their path. The film focuses on Emmett Sprakowski, voiced by Chris Pratt, as he attempts to rescue his friends from the Sistar system with a coming cataclysm known as a Mummageddon. What's really happening though, the Lego universe falls into chaos when a boy is forced to share his toys with his younger sister. Yes. I can relate to this movie completely, (laughs) having two girls, one older, one younger. So when we see what is actually happening in this movie,
0: that's my life. It's real life. It's real. It's real. Let's start. Um, we never did a, a like a I guess a review of the Lego Movie or the spin-offs. Should we just do any a brief? Legos? This is our first. Yes. So obviously the difference between you know like you know there's an onslaught of like Lego movies and and stuff, but the this franchise is like you know of I guess cinematic quality. It's yeah. So
1: we we budget. Yeah. We referenced them in, in the opening there. So the. The theatrical ones are the ones that we're counting, so not all the tie-ins to different Lego play sets, whether it's DC, Marvel, or whatever else is out there. Just the big movies. So with them in mind, I was completely blown away and surprised by that first Lego
0: movie. Was not expecting it it at all. Was I mean, I knew I'd probably enjoy it, but I think, yeah, I was overwhelmed with happiness and joy watching it. just a wonderful so like like the the meta humor as well the it was like a yeah like legos had like an identity crisis it was crazy man loved it a lot of fun and you got all the different characters
1: from different franchises like when you had the millennium falcon show up you've got batman in there it was a hell of a lot of fun it was
0: literally like on screen like a kid playing with his toys I mean, like, that is what it was. Um, and they obviously build on that with this. When we get Lego Batman, uh, Lego Ninjago, I don't know if you've watched both. I mean, Lego I Batman I've seen,
1: and it leaned more into the elements I enjoyed in that first movie, It was, but it was all Batman. And I thought that was a good movie, a hell of a lot of fun. The casting was great, and Will Arnett, he's now being on screen, he's been a theatrical
0: Batman three times. He beat <laughs> Michael Keaton. It, wow! Wow! Uh, Lego Ninjago. Um, I, I enjoyed it. It was fun. Never um, seen it. It's the weakest one. Is it because of what it, it is? It just doesn't look good for me. It was it, like it's like Lego and Power Rangers like together. It like seems cause. to be because I know Ninjago as well
1: as being a toy line, and you know this is a toy movie mm. more than most. Like a lot of kids' movies are toys movies, but <laughs> yeah. this is a literal toy movie, or all the Lego movies are. But Ninjago. There is a TV series, isn't there? And that's been going for a while. And then they did this theatrical movie. And it just didn't appeal to me at all. Although, I would laugh. Every time I see the trailer, when you've got the bad guy... (laughs) Lloyd. Also Lloyd's dad. And he refers to him as Lloyd. Gets me every time. Is it worth my time, the movie? Would you recommend it? Yeah. Like, if you could pick it up somewhere cheap, like, watch it. I don't know if it's still on there, but it was on Netflix for a while. I think it is. And I did...
0: momentarily
1: add it to my list and then I just removed it. I might go back. It's a worthy watch. But it does seem to be the
0: forgotten Lego movie. Yeah. The one that's not really referenced or talked about. But it does count as in part of this franchise. Um, But that leads us, I guess, into this one, the sequel, the actual direct sequel to that first movie. Um, And it picks up exactly where we left off with, you know, that invasion from the Duplo characters and then it just kind of goes nuts. Um, we have the sister. We've got the same kid from that first movie. He's his dad basically tells him that oh, you, you know you have to play with your sister. So in that first movie,
1: the dad is the bad guy. Yes, President Business. Yes, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell, who is in that first movie, and I would say has a cameo in this movie. Mm. He's. I was surprised to even see his name in the credits. I, I don't even think he just, was on set. I thought they lifted audio from like the, the cutting room floor on that first movie. I think he
0: literally phoned, phoned it in. in. <laughs> yeah.
1: So yeah, dad is the bad guy in the first one. Sister is the villain in this second one. So it, it does work. Like it's a, with that first movie, it just set the bar so high. You mentioned all the meta commentary that's going on there.
0: The, it is such a great movie, and now they have to do it again. Yeah, and I think they obviously wanted to put a spin on it, and they do that by changing the concept up and and being like, you know, like, the first one was this boy playing with his toys. Now the boy's a little bit older. Um, we've got this girl about the same age as he was, I guess, in that first movie, you know, and her sort of bringing her flavors into, into I guess, this Lego universe. Like kids do. Like kids do, yeah. What's the show? It is like an alien invasion almost, you know, there's... She's just when she's a, a younger child, you know, with a Duplo, she's it's like an alien invasion, it's destructive. It's it's clever. The there's grounds here for like a really smart sort of expansion on what they had built in that first movie. I think it works. I like the 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 five years later
1: and she moves from Duplo to the was it Lego Junior? Yeah, so like Lego could, Junior or Lego Friends or something? I think it's, it's Lego, I think it's classed as Lego Junior, but that's like that next age up. That's the one before Lego proper, which is what we're seeing. Are, in but this those movie.
0: ones, uh, are they aimed more at, at girls? I think it's like around age seven. I right. think that's so it's the more of an age, age thing, range. not a gender.
1: Yeah, so the, the, the figures themselves, like with the astronaut, are slightly different. Okay, They're yeah. longer and they move differently. Yeah. But they all still work together, and the blocks and the, the circles. <laughs> but in that first movie, we didn't know what was happening until the end. Yeah, when we were exposed to the real world. And I think that's
0: a cha- a difference in it. A
1: big difference here because it weaves in and out of the
0: whole film. Mm. I mean, there are some gags that they can they can have. You know, like when um, like Emma is in like the spaceship and it's flying through you know the through the portal. It's they they cut to him actually like going up the staircase. You know, it's sort of like watching an episode of the Rugrats where it's like they're going on an imagination adventure, or you know, it's like this crazy spaceship is flying through space, and then it just cuts and it's just. A, a and it's on, a, string, it's on a yeah. string. And it's it, like, it works. Oh, it, it's you. fun.
1: But that first movie, correct me if I'm that that happened just before Chris Pratt took off.
0: Uh, I mean, they. It was all happening at the same time. He had yeah, so like it, Jurassic Guardians World, and Jurassic Guardians. World. Yeah. But
1: this came out. For, did this come out first or just a little bit after that? Oh, it must, it must have been. It's 2014. It was the same year.
0: Well, 15 was Jurassic World. 14 must have been well,
1: Guardians. Was Guardians. Yeah. And that and Guardians is what really got him noticed. And then he was in this as well. So it's different for me coming to the sequel now because all that baggage that is
0: Chris Pratt. Is here now. Well, I think I, I mean I guess they play on that with um, the Rex Danger Vest character and the dinosaurs, the Raptors. Yeah, like he he, this character is like I mean it's revealed that it is Emmett from the future, however that works. Um, but he's basically a parody of an amalgamation of all of Chris Pratt's kind of characters. You know, there's Parks and Rex references. There's yeah, Jurassic World, um, you know, you mentioned Galaxy that, Defender and stuff. Yeah, you mentioned that. How does that work? Because you're right,
1: there is actual. Time travel on this. Yeah. I don't know how that works. I've seen the movie. I get it. Like, the, the toys are being played with, and they're living out their lives. I mean, is
0: it like... I guess it's that Toy Story, when they're not being played with, they're still going about their own business. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's how I viewed that first movie. I, well, I like, But with, like, a big imagination. So it's like, if the Toy Story toys were on crack. <laughs> but it's... I know. But what you
1: mentioned there with the time travel, it's... If the boy... I think Finn and his mm. younger sister, if they were playing with them and they were using time travel, I can see how that could have an effect. Yes. But if the characters, the toys themselves,
0: are literally going back in time. Yeah, because Rex, like his character, like states that he lived what Emmett did. You know, like it was all unfolding. But is he just another like, toy? Like there's another version. Is he just an- another toy that are made by Finn? Has he doubled up the figures? And made one look differently, and what, and then given him a backstory and history. So he thinks there's time travel. I mean, potentially that's how the Lego universe works well, in these movies. Because
1: that's next level, isn't it? Not yeah, only is it happening yeah. in the real world, it's like toys in the real world have the ability to time travel. Maybe we're not supposed to read into it as much as that. But that's essentially I mean, he what he did is use. On he did
0: use Lego figures of you know the DeLorean and the TARDIS and that the phone booth. Right? So again, <laughs> if it was the boy if Finn was
1: pretending that these toys yeah. were enabling them to go back in time. Anyway, it happens. There's
0: time travel in it's, this movie. And I like time travel. You know how I feel about time travel. I saw it coming. Oh, did you? I mean, yeah, like I mean, I, did, I I was watching it and I was like, you know, cuz I knew it was voiced by Chris Pratt, you know, like both, both Emmett and and I did know both of them voiced. I didn't know like yeah. as it was going along and I was like oh, I reckon he's from like I didn't know how, but I was just like... I just reckon he is Emmett. I didn't really know it was time travel, but I was like, he's Emmett somehow. Like a like a, a clone or, a, I don't know, some weird twin brother or something in some way. But it was definitely like, oh, they are the same or they are of one. Did you think this movie was as funny as the first one? No. It's funny. It's funny. Again, I laughed. I definitely
1: laughed. I, but I we're know. comparing... Again, I mentioned how how oh, high the bar is in that first movie. <laughs> Was, it so like, Was it too well, high? Was it too high? Well, I think it's sort of like, is this funnier than that really funny, great movie? Mm. No, it's not. No. Is it funny? Yes, it is. Okay, yeah. I mean, it is funny. I think probably the the joke that works the most for me is when the bad guys are in pursuit and Emmett's driving and they keep staying on the tail and then Wildstyle realises that
0: Emmett is indicating what she's driving, it's get, like they know every that. move. Yeah, it, that for me was probably the best gag. There are, there are jokes definitely throughout, and I was laughing, I, I'll, I'll admit it. Um, I, I don't know, it's just I got a weird feeling just like by the, towards no, halfway through the movie and then towards the end, and I was just like, I'm just... I think I, I was just missing that amazing joy that I got from that first one, and maybe it was, like you said, you can't compare them, it's just... I think from, from an adult's perspective, it's not
1: as good. But I think a kids' perspective. Kids are having it's a hell of a good time, right? Just as good as that first one, and there's more colours. You know, it, it's it's more like boy girl in this one. You know, mm. there's there's more for both sexes. It's not just mainly
0: boy toys like the first movie was. Actually, well, the, one of the plot elements is you know like the sister does take pretty much all the supporting, all, all the all the side characters and puts him in one place and I think that's a change as well from the first one where it's like they all kind of went on the adventure together where this one it was kind of like Emmett doing his thing the other characters were sort of doing stuff but it was they do separate them and I think that changes it a bit and it's like something missed there
1: but there is a little bit of modern commentary on this as well because it's referenced that everything that was achieved in that first movie although Emmett was very much involved it was Wildstar that actually pulled it off and that's true, yeah, yeah no, that's and, and true. that
0: gets called out in this movie. So that's for the adults. That's not for the kids. And that, and that leads to Emmett going on a journey of actually, like, can he do this stuff for real? And for real, yeah. I did like the twist, you know, when we we get it. And it was like the, the I guess the girls' world or the girls' universe that she had already established, or the sister system wasn't necessarily the bad guys. I mean, I feel like we are getting that a bit in movies uh, recently. will not ba- say which ones. <laughs> ah, yes. not say which ones. But um, yeah, call, it is sort of. It is sort of like a oh, you know the, the the bad guys that are presented as bad aren't necessarily bad, and it's like ah. Oh. And then Emmett's. they did that thing where it's like Emmett is the is therefore turned out to be the bad one, and he's is. about to do the really bad thing. Yeah, and not only him. is he about to, he does it. That played well with the the brother and sister relationship, you know, when he does Emma does destroy, I guess, like the like the iPhone tower or whatever it is, and it's like, yeah, it's him breaking her toys. I mean, yeah, this movie does like that first movie. It does have heart, and you do feel
1: for these characters when you're in the real world. And you know, talking about the end there, when you've got. Finn and he has all the memories of his sister when she was a baby, when she was growing up and how they did used to play together and then as she's got older, he's got older, they drifted apart, and he's the one that goes back and mm. and reconnects. So there is there's something there
0: that I did enjoy. Lucy or wild style, so she does play a role, even though she's amongst all the other characters. They reveal that she has, you know, that, that softer, brighter side of her. And paints her hair
1: black. Yeah. The best revelation about her character in this movie: she was part of the pop group <laughs> that sang the song. That's right before the credits, right? Like, is that? Yeah, literally, you just the find it. Well, Emmett realizes, and he's like, <gasps> when he realized that she did the song, everything is awesome. I was mm. blanking on that song. Yeah. And then this song does a variation on that, doesn't it? Is everything isn't always awesome, or something like that? They
0: play a. They play with
1: yeah. That's it's song that song. It's lot. the
0: same. It's the same. The music's the same, but the lyrics are different. Yeah, and they slow it like down, different tempos, all that kind of... Well, let's talk music, actually. There were too many songs. I'm just going to say it. There was a lot. In that in the first one, there's Everything is Awesome. There's a couple others. There might be another song too. That, I don't know. I can't remember. But um, it didn't feel like a, a musical. And this one felt... And I don't know if it was because... I mean, I guess it was because we were seeing the perspective of a young girl playing with her toys but yeah it was just pop songs and uh, like there's the the Gotham Guys song which I think looked kind of catchy and pretty funny every other song didn't work for it I was just like nah this is just if I'm honest the songs just washed over me I'm not that's bit- how I felt yeah. yeah
1: but I think even you know everything is awesome if it wasn't beating over my head, <laughs> I thought the whole movie would have just washed over me as well.
0: There's but, a, there's that song that some, um, like uh, this song will get stuck in your head or whatever it is. It didn't. No, that's a good point. Where, it, if, I think that was the point of the song, but it, it didn't. So I like, do like um, Tiffany Hadish She's in this movie
1: voicing Queen, whatever, one, maybe? The Queen. Whatever <laughs> you know, want to be the, or the, something. The yeah, yeah <laughs> whatever you want to be. She's, uh, she's that character. And I did enjoy that, Everything she was saying pointed to the fact that she was being evil, and you can't trust her. Yet it was at the opposite. So then later on in the movie, you know, Wild was very much under the impression that you can't be trusted because you've been so obvious about it in your song. Yet she really can be trusted. I enjoyed that. But the whole thing—the whole thing—that the lyric starts positive, it ends negative,
0: mm. and that's when Wild Style's like, "What? What do you? What do you mean by that?" And then yeah, it works for me. The revelation of uh, Queen whatever want to be whatever the hell her name is. Being that... How this little girl come up with a character with such a hard name to say? <laughs>
1: it's whatever she wants to Let's be. Let's go with Queen Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> queen Whatever.
0: She can transform and stuff to <laughs> whatever she wants to be. Ah, I Hence get it. Hence the name. <laughs> oh, whoa. No, no, Um, It's revealed that oh, she... Oh, wannabe. Queen Whatever wannabe. Are you actually legitimately like... Yeah. Moving on. It turns out that she was that heart-shaped thing that... Was Emmett
1: it? was first giving to the invaders. Yeah, yes. she was the heart, and mm-hmm. it got broken up
0: nice, because that's how love nice play. Like she broke the heart. There's, there's... He, she broke his heart. Oh, stop it! <laughs> 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 but it's it's nice, and that's when the you know the brother later on sees the broken pieces and puts that together, and yeah, it's all it's all very nice. Batman's in this movie again, um, and he plays a plot device for the. But I like the content. They've got
1: Ray Fiennes back as Alfred Pennyworth from the
0: Batman movie. Which is weird. Yeah, so they established his character in that movie and brought him back. Very nice.
1: I did see Bruce Willis many times in this movie.
0: Holy shit, yeah. It wasn't until I looked (laughs) at the notes for this
1: episode that I realised, oh, okay, it is actually Bruce Willis. According to Wikipedia, which is as far as my research went. Oh, okay, okay. So it may or may not be Bruce Willis. It sounded like Bruce Willis, it It really did. did. but that, that didn't make me automatically think that must be Bruce Willis
0: if it's not Bruce Willis somebody can really do a really, really
1: good Bruce Willis <laughs> I hope it is because I, I like that it was good seeing John McClane yeah, in, not, in my kids Lego movie
0: not once but twice <laughs> like, yeah, they see him in the vent and, like ugh. I don't live here <laughs> <laughs> it was good it was good seeing a little Lego McLean. What do you think? I you, want one. What do you think about the Justice League being there and sort of getting their ass whooped and then just seeing Oh, really mate, used for mate, gags? mate, Green Lantern literally
1: gets <laughs> stuck with Superman's ass in his face. What the hell? What, what has Green Lantern ever done except for the movie? Like, your Green Lantern is a solid character. He likes rings. Okay, and he, yes, gotcha. But Momoa, of course. Aquaman. Billion dollar movie. Let's get Momoa in. So in the in
0: the first one, did they have an Aquaman? Classic, it Aquaman. was a classic and one. And that's
1: why we get two Aquaman so in this because the classic one comes back. We bring the other one back. Here. And we've got Superman in here, uh, Wonder Woman. I thought that uh, Gal Gadot was going to be voicing Wonder Woman, but it well, wasn't. It might have
0: been, but um, no, it was Colby Smulders. Yeah, uh, Maria Hill from Marvel. Yeah, or Robin. So she's doing from it. How I Meet Your Mother. Not that, not <laughs> oh, yeah, not, not that one. Robin, the other
1: one. Yeah, and was John Hill back voicing Green Lantern? I know yeah, he did it, it was, in yeah. the he did it in the back, Batman movie, didn't Again, it? Again, according
0: to Wikipedia. So. Oh, okay, <laughs> this should
1: all be wrong. Oh, but there was one voice. I'm like, I know it, and it was bugging me whenever this character was talking, and then I suddenly realised it's Richard
0: oh Ice Cream Cone. Yes. Yeah, it was that guy. I thought it was from, and I even wrote it down, and I, I, I was doing it really quick when I wrote the names down. Um, But I thought I recognised it. Honestly, actually... it was really bugging me. Whenever every to become, I know that voice. I mean, only one person sounds like that. <laughs> and, it, and it
1: was him. And of course, IT Ground. That's what you know him from.
0: The last name I probably want to mention is Elizabeth Banks as Lucy. Was she Lucy in the first movie? She was, yeah. definitely was. Yes, she was. I recognised her voice straight away in this one. And I had to think, I was like, was she in the first one? I did not recognise her at all in the first.
1: Yeah, it's both of them. It's been five years, but yeah. both of them. Yeah. It's like she
0: sounds more like herself now than she did back then. Or yeah, when. I'd
1: say. Maybe it's because the character's older, I don't know. But she does sound oh, maybe more she like was... Elizabeth Banks in this. Mm. You know what I really liked in this? Maya Rudolph as the mum. Oh, yeah! She was great in this. And Jennifer, you know what? Not just this, Everything. She's always great. statement. She's great in everything. I strongly believe that. The first thing I think of is The Good Place. And she's great in that as the judge. Is she the judge? Yeah. The yeah. judge. Bridesmaids. But, but everything. All of it. Yeah. All, of it. <laughs> all the Maya Rudolph case. appearances. She's always great. And her reaction to not once, but twice, stepping on Lego barefooted. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> And that's why I enjoyed it as well in the closing credits because I stuck around to see if there were anything more. And when it had her name pop up, it had the foot hitting
0: the Lego. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, she's really good in this. Do your kids, your kids are probably too young to have Lego pieces on the floor and stuff at this stage. As a parent. Not, not that size. So we I guess you had the
1: duplo to, space
0: like, so? yeah, um, yeah Duplo, yes. yeah. So, yeah, so we've
1: not got up to the, to the junior one yet. So the, the tiny Lego pieces, yeah. But even the Duplo size. You still feel it. <laughs> I mean, it's not. I guess as as sharp and you know as as what tiny kind of uncoordinated clown is stepping on Duplo blocks? <laughs> small Duplo pieces, the small ones. And it's 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 less about one Duplo piece that everywhere. <laughs> like you're like, you in a hurry, you're stepping over things. Lego, <laughs> like a monster. It's, it's painful any size. But yeah, Rudolph, I thought was great in this. I know you're not a big Will Ferrell fan, and it was great having him in that first film. The reveal was really good. But I felt a big disconnection to him in this movie. I think because he was hardly in. I mentioned it, it's as if he's a he's having a cameo in this. Like I just, it didn't work for me. Like occasionally he'd shout a gag, and then on screen you'd have my Rud- Rudolph reacting to his gag, and he just that didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. I would have preferred dad to be at work and mum just, just to the be focus. the focus yeah, of like this you movie. We didn't need him. So we okay. did dad in the first one, mum in the second. It one.
0: was like his. I know there was a you know a jump of 5 years within this movie but it's like his character really did actually change a lot that first movie you know by the end of it he was so precious over his lego but then he was like willing to accept it. it's like okay kid you know we can play and mess around with it you know so I think Let's they should have,
1: they should have left that in that movie
0: yeah and it, like to have him come back but it's like he's so absent and it's just like, over the over the five years, he's just like, let his, both his kids just take it. Like, he cares like, nothing. He cares not about
1: Lego anymore. Absent was an interesting choice of words, because he becomes part of his son's life again in that first one. And, then and, they, he's and just they bond not... over it. And then, because it's for laughs, he is the absent, absent dad yeah. in the second one. And, you know, he can't find his trousers and all that kind of stuff. It you kind know,
0: of he's... belittles that first one. is a, like... a bit
1: useless, I think, in the yeah.
0: second one. Yeah. Hmm. I Modern families gone with the are mom. bigger than just one relationship between yeah, two members of the family.
1: think you know, they leaned on the dad in the first one, and they should have just fully leaned on the mum in the second one.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean, maybe it's because I think she's great. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I don't know, but it, it was as if he did phone it in.
0: Though, okay, look, I think that brings us to the end. Let's offer our ratings.
1: I think we've both said it. Said it already. I well not a number, but you know, our thoughts on it. It's it's not that first movie. There's still laughs to be had. The songs aren't as catchy. We've got new characters that I liked. Batman's in it for a bit. I give it a three, three out of five. It's it just it doesn't reach the heights of that first Lego movie or Lego Batman for me. But it's still an enjoyable movie. And again, that took my daughter to see this from a kid's perspective. It was a
0: fun movie. Like she enjoyed it. So kids are going to have a frolicking good time. But as an adult, three. I Since watching the movie, I've had three in my head this whole time. So I'm going to go exactly with you there. Um, three out of five. And I don't know. A little part of me is like, maybe it is just that comparison, that first one. It, you know, that first one was so amazing. But it, it's like it's just it's just about the gags. There's lots of gags. You know, lots of laughter to be had, but I think, you know, a much weaker story, and I think just overall underwhelmed. You know, by the wind point, I was like, oh, you know, I'm not really, this isn't really working for me. I see what they're doing, but yeah, it just wasn't working, so it's underwhelmed. And those all those songs. I was like, every time they broke into a song, I was like, mm, please don't. But they did. So it's a three. Okay, I've got some trivia before we finish up, and it could be. Potentially, I say this a lot, but the worst. Trivia. Oh, why do you do this? <laughs> do you know what?
1: I think we're going to start just cutting this segment. Oh, <laughs> no more trivia. In fact, whether we do trivia or not on future episodes is down to your trivia today. No pressure.
0: I'm going to give you some fun Lego facts. Okay, good. Lego facts. Yeah, yes, that's good. Yeah, the plural, plural, sorry, of Lego is Lego. Right. Yeah. Um, it comes from the Danish word leg god which means play well in Danish. Um, the Lego Group began in 1932 in Denmark, founded by Ole Kirk Christensen.
1: You could hear a pinball. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: he was a carpenter. If that, you know, expands on... Hey, listen,
1: this is all accurate and valid, what you're saying. He
0: went from he went from wood to plastic. Yep, he you did know, there's, a, there's a clear conceptual sort of... Lineage thing there There's a Yeah you know Valid trivia I reckon
1: It's good Yeah it's good We will keep trivia In future
0: (laughs) For your Riveting (laughs) Trivia Edge of my seat That's it That's it for (laughs) Our review of The Lego Movie 2, the second part. Please go subscribe and download this podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud and please leave us a review. It helps listeners just like you find the podcast. We're on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram as That
1: Podcast. We also have our sister shows, Rewind in Review and Sounds Like Comics, which each have their own Facebook pages. We also have our new website, ThatFilmStewPodcast.com. Up next from us is our review of Us. The movie. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, the Jordan Peel movie. Yeah. Us. Yeah, that's next. That's it, that's I like next. This week isn't it? <laughs> Sounds like comics I have a recent episode looking at Firefly and Rewind in Review recently went back to nineteen ninety-nine to cover ten things I hate about you. You've been listening
0: to Jason and Luke, the guys from that film shoe. See you soon.
1: Armageddon? No?
0: A mummageddon.
1: A mummageddon. A mummageddon. That's right. I mean, that's the joke. A mummageddon. (laughs) It is, but written down, it's difficult for me. Where were we?